0: Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 33, Inbox Zero, part one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Eric Fisher. And we're here each and every week to kind of give you a little bit of a flavor of how you can use social media tools to make you more efficient, more productive, and you know maybe even experience a little bit more peace in your life and of course this week we are going to talk about probably one of the oldest forms of social media uh, that has existed for many many years now and that is email and of course we're going to be talking about the fact that you know, you talk about having serenity. Uh, it seems that the one place that we have a difficult time managing all the amount of incoming information, it would be this thing that we call the inbox. Yes, so Eric, we're, we're obviously we've titled this This is this is inbox zero part one. What is inbox zero? Where was the first time you ever heard about it? And, um, you know, what, 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 what is this thing, this topic that we're getting ready to discuss?
1: All right. Well, the first time I ever heard it was I, I pretty much, I think I heard it from, uh, Merlin Mann. uh, popular guy. He does 43 folders.com. He's co-hosts on, uh, a bunch of different twit Leo Laporte podcasts. He's actually writing a book right now on Inbox Zero that should be out in the next few months or so. Um, so he was the first guy I heard of it come from and and then again he kind of got going with that whole Inbox Zero thought process and and workflow and everything from David Allen, the writer of Getting Things Done, which is a great book if you've never read it.
0: I've not it's a quick yet read.
1: It's a quick read you can find that fairly cheap. I bet you can find it real cheap for, for Amazon Kindle.
0: Very cool. I'll have to pick that up. I've heard a lot about it. And, and of course, I think I follow a lot of philosophies based upon different things other people have said after reading it. So
1: you'd be surprised if there's a lot in there. So So that's that's where that's come from.
0: So, so inbox zero, you know, I've, I've been practicing inbox zero. I'm the same way. I heard about it first from Merlin man and And, uh, you know, I've heard some other folks talk about it and I'll be honest with you. When I first heard about inbox zero, I'm thinking, you know, it was like, well, doesn't everybody try to do that? And I am a little obsessive compulsive anyway. Right. And I, ever since I've started podcasting, I've made it as a desire and a goal of mine to respond to every single email that comes in. And to this day I have accomplish that i mean it's, sometimes it takes longer than others uh there have been times when i've gotten uh days if not sometimes weeks behind on email but i i never archive a personal note written specifically to me without responding to it and it is a strong desire on my part to live in a world where at night when i go to bed or when I leave my computer, that when I that that my inbox is clean. There is nothing in it.
1: Oh yeah, there's not. I mean, and I can say right now, I've got inbox zero in my two main inboxes: my my Gmail and my work account. They are clean.
0: Well, that's awesome. I I I admire that because uh, and and I'm a little jealous because I'm currently at in <laughs> I'm currently at inbox thirty three. And, uh, the reason for this is that they, we had somebody in town doing a documentary on lost podcasters. And so pretty much I spent entire two full days hanging out, having video cameras chase me around town and, and doing some other stuff. So it kind of kept me out of my inbox for two days, but I'll, I'll get, I'll probably be at inbox zero definitely by the end of day tomorrow. And, uh, it's a good feeling, but you know, here's the thing we, I, I mentioned this thing inbox zero to people. And they're like, well, that's just stupid. You never get to inbox zero. And I'm thinking, okay, well, yeah, actually, I hit inbox zero no less than ten or fifteen times a month. You know, so it it is possible. It's like, well, gosh, you just file all your, you know, just create folders and throw all your emails in certain folders and stuff. And I'm like, well, that's not what I mean. I mean actually responding to the stuff that's coming in, not not putting it off till later, but to respond, I'm actually, you know, the whole idea of inbox is to, to it. it for me, and, and this is, and by the way, this is different for each person, right? But, but for me, my inbox is is it's almost like a level one priority to do list. Yeah. Uh, or and and some some of the items obviously aren't level one priority. And therefore, they can sit in my inbox for a little while. But, but I I try to, you know, I I consider my inbox to do to be a to do list, and I love it because in a way, you know, I have to do lists all over the place. At times, I have I have a high rise account that has you know my tasks that have dates associated to them with notes associated to them, and with my clients and or contacts. I have my calendar, which obviously you know if if you have a if I have a scheduled appointment, that's a to do item. Yeah, you know, something I'm going to do today, and then I have at the top of my Google Calendar. I use these little, you know, the all-day events as to-do items, and so each day has like little, you know, sometime today I would love to accomplish this kind of to-do item. But then there's my email inbox, and and occasionally somebody will say, "Hey Cliff, can you do this for me?" And I say, "Hey, would you mind sending me an email?" And if you send me an email, well, guess what? That's a to-do item. One of the things that I love about Google Voice. Is that I actually set it up to where Google Voice took over my um, it, Google Voice took over the voicemail for my iPhone. You know, iPhones come with this ability to do visual voicemail, and it's really mm-hmm. nice and download it to your phone. You can play it at any time. Well, you know what? I gave that up because that was another place I had to go to see if there was something I needed to quote unquote react to or to do. Right. And so Google Voice now sucks all the voicemail out of my you know away from my iPhone. And puts it into Google Voice, and every time I get a e- a voicemail, I get an email notifying me that that's there. And it's actually that email that tells me that hey, there's a I, that's a to do item. I need to I need to react in some way to this voicemail that's come in. And and for me, you know, the 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 most obvious place to consider, you know, putting my most frequent or my most important to do items are in my inbox. And as long as I'm maintaining a relatively short list of number of emails in my inbox, I'm doing pretty good at keeping up with all the things that are there. So does all that make sense? Everything I just said, or am I just like just so into this that, that it just makes sense in my own head?
1: No, I, what you just said makes complete sense. And to be honest, will be leaps about above what a lot of people even do for themselves now um, I actually take a different approach to it where I decided a while ago that if I truly wanted to feel good, and this is just me, this is me being, uh, obsessive compulsive for me to actually feel like I had thoroughly cleaned out my inbox. I literally had to have, there be nothing there. And well, then it was like, well, how do I remember what I need to do today? And it was like, well, I need to, for me personally, I have to move away from feeling guilty about using email as only a communication tool and then moving the stuff from that communication tool into an actual small-time to-do list for daily stuff and then a macro-type scheduling like a Google Calendar for like long-term to-do items.
0: Absolutely. I, so you and I, I think you and I use it very for, for everything you just said is pretty much what I do yeah. um he, he, here here's my philosophy um it, it starts out with you know if it hits my inbox it sits there waiting for me to read and once I read it I make a decision is this something number one that needs to be tracked in a very official capacity is this a business Related item that well actually first of all if an email what
1: what response does it require
0: exactly what response does this require now I will tell you my desire is if it take if I can actually if if I took the time to even read the subject line then then I then it tells me do I need to read the entire email right away so based upon who it is and the subject Mm -hmm. line I look at the email I'll look at the email then my my number one question. Can I respond to this email in under 60 seconds? If I can, then I personally must respond to it immediately. Not putting it off till later, not starring it, not tagging it. If, if, if I can respond to this email within 60 seconds, I don't care if I don't have 60 seconds to spare, but if I took if I took 20 seconds to read it, By golly, if I can respond to it in 60 seconds or less, less, I'm going to respond to it right this second.
1: Because you've already spent time on it. You may as well spend the last little bit not having to gear up again to get into response mode and just do it right. If you can. Yeah. Yeah. Being the
0: key, yeah, and this is now. I will tell you this, and I am obsessive compulsive, and I and I admit, and I'm not even going to say that that some of the things that I do are healthy. All right, so <laughs> because I'll, I will tell you what, and and sometimes this is, and by the way, this this for me is why I will not let my iPhone notify me that there are messages in my inbox that come in. Right, I will not. I I refuse. I refuse to even have my iPhone automatically check my email i i have i have the access to my inbox on my iphone i click the mail application and if i open it up it will then manually go and check for new messages but it will not do it automatically because of this now occasionally i'll say uh hey steph i'm gonna you know we're on our way out the door to go do some things right and, and I say, I'm just gonna go grab my coat. And where's my coat? It's in my studio. Where's my studio? Right, ne- or where's my coat? It, or in the studio? Right next to the computer. What's sitting on my screen open? My email inbox. What do I see on the screen? three lines that are in bold, which means those are three emails that have come in that I haven't read. What do I do? I glance at it. What do I do next? I see who it is and what the thing is. I click on the message. I read it. And what do I do? I respond to that message. And the next thing I know, those three emails have now taken up 15 minutes of the time and I'm hearing outside. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's beeping the horn. So yeah, it, it gets me in trouble sometimes. So I, you know, at times I need to make sure that I am not leaving my inbox open all day long. That's another well, thing that I try not to do.
1: And that's one of the things for me is first thing in the morning. I mean, I try to, this is a daily process for me where in after I've done other key items like physical activity and things like that and, and prepping for the day mentally, I'll open my home email at home briefly and clear it out. And then at work, first thing I'll do is I will clear out that. I'll see if anybody demands my attention immediately. If not, is you know what do, what do each, what's the proper response for each of the things? Is it something I need to do right now? Is it something I need to get more information on before I can make a decision? Does this, is it something that needs to go on my to-do list today or tomorrow? Or it's an appointment, a meeting? Or is it just info and I can archive it? Or dreaded guilt trip here... Can I just delete it? Yeah Oh and once I get to that point, how do you stay there for the rest of the day? That's that's my and I, I have some I, I have some things I do to stay there, but man, it's not leaving it open all day. that's for sure. It's what? scheduling a come back and check and see if there's anything new.
0: Yeah, I want to say that it's not my desire to consistently stay at inbox zero. Although I must confess to you that that has, yeah, maybe there's okay, there's a desire. It, it it's a temptation to always want to be at inbox zero. And it it's a I'll be honest with you, it's a temptation for me to turn on my push notifications so that the instant Eric that you send me an email, I will be notified. And if I can respond within you know a minute or less, that I would love to to pretty much keep that inbox empty all day long here's the thing though you would never get anything done if that's the case and 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 here's the thing if you live your life like that um and maybe let me rephrase this because i don't want to tell other people what to do with their lives let me just say this when i lived my life (laughs) like that or when I still occasionally fall into living my life like that, what I allow myself to do is to allow other people to dictate how my day will go. Exactly. And, and, and I I realized that I was allowing other people to control my life. They were, other people were in control of my life when I allowed myself to check my email all day long. So, in an ideal world, what I would like to do is, number one, I would like to avoid checking my email. And I, I, I want to say that I'm a total hypocrite in this area because I don't hardly ever live up to this. But let me tell you, in an ideal world, I would check my email twice a day. And there, and there, are, there are times when I live this out. I will check my email twice a day, once at 10 a.m. and once at 2 p.m., all right? 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And the idea here is that I would wake up in the morning and I would all, you know, take the highest priority items. And, you know, obviously, you know, with the understanding that when I went to bed the night before or when I left the, the you know, the day before that pretty much all the emails that I had were were pretty much wiped out. And I'm at inbox zero. Let's just assume that right in the ideal world, in the ideal world. And so what I would do is I'd wake up the next day and I would look at my high rise, which is my customer slash, you know, contact relationship management software. And this thing tells me these are, you know, these are the things that must be done. These are super high priority. So I would I would actually take a piece of paper and I would list all the things I need to accomplish today from that list. I would then go to my calendar and look at all the appointments that I have. And I would look at some open free spots. And then I will place those other to-do items. It's like, okay, when and where, you know, how am I going to do these items that I have to do? And then I'll look at my all-day events. And I'll try to say, okay, I've got to, you know, how how much of a priority are these? And so I'm what I'm doing in this case is I'm actually taking what I already know that I've committed to, already, what I've committed to, Uh, and without any external information provided, how do I want to design my day? And so I have it, I have a roadmap in front of me. It will be at 10 o'clock in the morning then that I will look at my email. And of course there are occasionally going to be saying, oh, I need you to do this for me immediately. I need this right away. Well, guess what? I look at my calendar and I say, hmm, that just doesn't fit today. And these other things are a priority and you know what? I will respond within 60 seconds and say, that can't be done today. Let's get that on the schedule for either tomorrow or next week. And, right. And, and I'm able to make that decision based upon, you know, it. The, let your yes be yes and your no be no. You know, it's like there is no waffling here. It's not, oh, man, I feel really bad. You know, but well, here's what used to happen. I used to wake up. In the morning, I would, of course, have some things that I've committed to uh, on my calendar as appointments. I would have some to-do items that are very high priority, not maybe necessarily so urgent, but, man, they, they should get done. Or otherwise, you know, I'll keep putting them off day after day after day. I've got these, you know, t- task items that are urgent in my customer slash contact relationship management software. So I've got all these things that are so important to do today. But what I would do is I would wake up, I'd come down here at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning and I'd look at my inbox and all of a sudden somebody writes me an email. Hey, I need you to do this for me right away. And what do I end up doing? I actually spent, I can actually take one single email and literally allow that thing that just came in today, just this just in. And I could allow it to take up two or three hours of my morning to actually take care of something that is so urgent to somebody else but not necessarily higher priority than some of those other things that I haven't even taken the time to look at yet what's on my calendar for the day. I've just automatically started addressing something in my inbox. And it's like, ooh, this is a problem. And I found this to be a real problem because then what I had happened was, you know, I would let my email dictate my day. And I would actually spend all day long. At the end of the day, I would have inbox zero, Eric, But you know what? I would look at my to-do list for the day, my high-priority stuff, and I would sit there. I may have accomplished a billion things, and at the end of the day, feel like I haven't accomplished anything.
1: Oh, yeah. Been there.
0: So this is the danger, my friends, of Inbox Zero, and that mentality. Well, and one of the
1: things that I would say is... Well, let me ask you this. Was this a situ- situation that would happen when you were still working insurance, or is this something that's kind of morphed into more self-employment mentality? Because I know for me personally, I have to make sure that somebody that's not direct above me hasn't sent me some emergency thing that I really do need to have be a priority over stuff I've already planned to do based on they hired me and they could fire me. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, which is
1: different from your situation presently, but
0: go ahead. Well, I I would actually suggest to you that it's not as different as you think, because you have one boss. I have hundreds. So I can be fired by all the people who, you know, that I, you know, so, so, you know, I just get fired on an individual, you know, case by case basis. (coughs) So I will say that I still work for lots of other people, but I will say that I will tell you that when I was in insurance, it was the same deal. I, I struggled in the same exact way. Um, I would have clients who, you know, yesterday I would told them, I, I would, or let's just say today, I will say, hey, tomorrow I'm going to, you know, first thing in the morning, I'm going to get you that proposal, and uh, oh, and by the way, I'll look that up for you, and I'll have that answer for you, and I'll I'll get that to you in the morning, and the next thing I know, the next day comes around, I've checked my email without looking at my calendar, and saying, oh, my gosh, you know, the next thing I know, it's, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. That client calls me up and would say, hey, did you get that thing you said you were going to get me this morning? Oh, let me do that right now. I used to struggle with this all the time. And so it, it's it's still nothing new to me. Um, It, it is something that I dealt with. And it, it was a it was a major time management issue. But it was also the fact that I was a I was addicted to checking email and letting email dictate my day. Right. So, so what I learned is that I have a three-step process of looking at my day. And, and, and even though I will be honest with you, I wake up in the morning, I, 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 I hate to even admit this, but, you know, before, you know, I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is I grab my iPhone And I click the little mail icon and I look to see how many emails are in there. And then I immediately look to say, okay, out of all these new emails, how many of these can just be deleted and or responded to right here from bed? I am not I'm not kidding you. I'm,
1: I'm not far off from that. It's
0: it's that bad. I,
1: I'll at least get out of bed, but yes, I'm grabbing the iPhone and mostly swiping and hitting delete, to be honest, which is good.
0: Oh it's it's really bad. I know. I need help. <laughs> but but yeah, it, it 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 is this way. But what I've learned though is that you know what, the inbox it cannot I, I have made a conscious decision. The inbox will not dictate my day. I refuse. And and sometimes I have to just tell myself, I refuse to respond to this right now. This just came in. There's no way that that somebody here is so important that they are going to dictate how, how my day runs. You know, n- nobody has that. I mean, they, there's only a few people that I'm going to give that authority. My right. wife and my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and some kind of family emergency, but a client, you know, it, a client is a client and, and trust me, I value my clients and, and I care about my clients probably sometimes more than I should about how they feel about my service. Sometimes I, I I go a little bit to the extreme about how they feel about me, but I've learned that, you know what, you just sent me this email and I understand that you want this done yesterday. But the thing is, is for you to get this done yesterday. Really, honestly, you should have let me know last week that you wanted it done yesterday,
1: or at least emailed me yesterday. <laughs> exactly. Instead of me having it first thing this morning.
0: Exactly. And so I understand that my clients have issues and my clients have needs and and stuff like that. But but they got. But I, what I had to understand is that I had to realize that you know what I live in a world where I'm trying to pursue some balance in my life. And I like to have a little bit of margin in my life. And and I I don't always achieve it, and I'm working towards that, you know, day by day. But what I've learned is like, you know what? I have to be okay with your email sitting in my inbox for the next 2 to 3 hours before I even respond to your super ultra urgent mega I need this done yesterday request. It's got yeah. it's going to sit there for the next 3 or 4 hours before I even respond. And then when I do get to it, I will then make a determination of whether or not I can actually even fit that into my day. And and I I'll, I'll be honest with you, this is the really tough thing is when I've actually scheduled something for myself like for example a walk or you know to to just sit back and have lunch, you know. I you know I used to be the type of person who would take that email and say, "Okay, let me do this. I'll fit you in between this and this." You know, and, and, you know, I, I've, I've done that way too often. And I've, I've said, no, no more, I can't do it. You, you asked me this today, I can get to that tomorrow or I can get to that next week. And, and, um, you know, I, my greatest fear was that I would lose business, but do you know what the weird thing is, is I think a lot of that's in my own head. I, I think a lot of that's in my own head. There have been people who I've sit there at times it's been four or five days since I responded to their, you know, it takes me four or five days to respond to their email. I mean, they write me those big, huge, long hawking paragraphs, Yeah. Uh, you know, like it would be four pages to, to read all the questions. And it's somebody who wants to hire me as a consultant. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I can't tell you how sorry I am about how long it's taken me to get, Oh, that's no big deal. That's cool. Uh, and, and yeah, I, you know, matter of fact, I'm not ready to hire you for another week or two anyway. And I'm like, and I sit there and I fret over that, so I'm learning to be a little bit more easygoing with this stuff. And and I'm, you know, I I, I don't know how to communicate this, Eric, but I want to communicate in such a way that says, you know what? If you email me, it's on my to do list, and it's my desire to get to it within 24 hours. But it's I'm not guaranteeing it. You know, I'll try to get. I, you know, I I hope to get to you within two or three days if you email me. And as you know, as, as quick as I can respond to it, I will. But how do you communicate to somebody that I've got your email and I'll get to it. But if you have a super ultra important thing that must be done, you know, at, at my earliest convenience, call me, pick up the phone, dial the phone and leave me a voicemail. And, and that puts it a little higher up. I don't know how to communicate that to people without putting an email autoresponder on. And I hate email autoresponders.
1: Well, and, and one of the things I think that has really helped me, and this maybe moves into a, an area where, for example, let me let me backtrack here. Rick from Wisconsin Twittered back to me. He tweeted back and he said, do you guys have any advice for uh, somebody who wants to get to Inbox Zero but has like 700 messages right now? Oh, yeah. And so I know you have some input on that. My thought on what you just said was um, – Oh, dang it. I lost it. What, what did you just say? So how, how do you communicate to people that says, hey,
0: I'm okay. eventually going to get to your email. I, I answer every email. However, if, it, if, if what, you are, what you are needing requires that I get in touch with you sooner within than within the next couple of days or next couple hours to the next couple of days, then please give me a call.
1: Yeah. I've had those come in for, for my line of work where it's been, I've got this question and this question. What I've kind of come down to is I've got not an auto responder. I save that purely for vacation time, but a canned template type of a response where I can either copy and paste it into my email real quick, just saying, I'm looking over your email to specifically answer your questions. And I'm going to get to it in the next and, you know, fill in time, time frame here specifically to to this person or to what you know is available to you personally. And then say, if you, you know, need res- a response sooner than that point in time, hey, call me. I'm open to that and I can deal, you know, I can help you faster that way. Right.
0: I like so. that. You, you know, that that makes a lot of sense because the autoresponder is just something I I. I agree. I, I don't want it to go to every single person who ever sends me an email. Yeah uh, and,
1: and, and I mean glancing at it you'll 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 know by the first point that you open it up, oh wow, five six paragraphs. Let me skim that okay, I need to send them that that message real quick.
0: Yes, exactly. It, it, you know it, that's that's hey, I've received your message. I've glanced at it. Looks like something I'm going to need to get to, but just to let you know, uh, I, I can totally come up. A matter of fact, I can actually see, you know, priority one, you know, template, priority two, template, priority three, template, and yep, it exactly. and it gives them those time frames of when this is coming. And so let me tell you what I I have. Have you ever heard of the Wise Stamp uh, plugin for? It's actually a plugin now, and I was I was so glad to see this. It's a plugin for both Firefox. But also Google Chrome on the PC—it's a plugin for them as well. Wise Stamp, W I S E Stamp.
1: I'm looking it up right now. I not, I've not—I've not heard of it. Oh, the email signature.
0: Yeah, it's email signatures, and um, so I was—I use Gmail or Google Apps, I should say. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's missing is the ability to do a nice-looking signature with like a graphic in it. And so Ystamp will allow that to happen. You can actually program, you can you know program HTML and everything into it. Oh, this it. looks great. It is an awesome plugin. It's, a,
1: it's Every, like a WYSIWYG.
0: Yes, everybody must go check that out. If you use Gmail and you want to do more with your signature, YStamp is awesome. Now, here's the situation though. It only gives it gives you the ability to create a personal signature. And a business signature. So let me tell you what I've done is my personal signature is my regular signature that I always use. My business signature is a huge, gigantically long uh, explanation of of what I write to any time somebody's you know, plus membership expires, their PayPal subscription expires, which oftentimes happens by mistake because either their credit card is expired or they changed banks but didn't update the information uh, in time. And stuff like that. So anytime something like that happens in PayPal, it automatically cancels their plus membership subscription. And so I have this email that that communicates, "Hey, I've just been notified that your plus membership your your PayPal subscription for plus membership has been expired. Let me explain to you why this happens, you know, sometimes perhaps this happened because you desired to cancel your membership. And if that's the case, I completely understand. You know, I would love to know why, hey, what's going on here? By the way, if this was a mistake and one of the things I mentioned above, it, it, you can reset your subscription simply click here and I mean it's just like it, oh man my life became so much easier when I actually created that email template right and I used to have that in a Google Doc and I would open up that Google Doc anytime I needed it in fact I have a Google Doc called email responses and and I would just highlight all of it and copy and then paste it into those to those emails as I needed it well why stamp I took that pre-formatted HTML you know response And I made that my business signature so that all I have to do is like, Eric, if your subscription canceled, I would I would actually type in your email address. Subject line would be plus membership. I would type in Eric comma and then I would uh, carriage return down and then I would go to Y stamp, right click and say paste in my business uh, signature. And then that entire email that I just told you about would show up and I hit send. It's that easy. Oh, yeah. The thing is, though, and folks, and this is where I'm going to turn to the community and say, okay, this was awesome. I love this. But does anybody know of a program like Y-Stamp that will allow you to have, you know, 5, 10, 15 other things? Now, tell me, Eric, have you ever used Text Expander?
1: <laughs> that is one of the things that I own. I believe I either purchased it outright or got it in a bundle at some point I've got it sitting on my Mac and it's something I've not it's one of those ones where it's like man someday I'm going to get around to that
0: is it a Mac only it is a Mac only product Uh, that's see that stinks because my PC is my production machine it's what I do most of the time
1: but to be able to just I mean have you ever heard of some of the stuff David Pogue does with that program? No, I, where,
0: I, I've, I've heard some that some people talk about, but tell me, tell me what you got. One of the,
1: like, for example, he literally has a, a, uh, a little, oh, I don't know what you call it, but where you put in an abbreviation uh-huh. and it will literally using that program, populate an email with a full, you know, two to three paragraph response saying thank you for this and that and whatever and like literally he's pressed some keystroke of the letter t and the letter y as a thank you and it's boom and it's done so yeah it's one of those things like can you imagine being able to say like type plus and have that populate yes oh my gosh
0: yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about and of course i would like it to happen on my pc though
1: right well it sounds to me like you need an imac As your productivity
0: machine. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. You know? Maybe. You uh, were talking
1: about you needed a faster one for your video
0: uh,
1: production and stuff. And Yeah. I'm not going to push you, but (laughs) can you imagine having a different designation of different things? And after you've gotten to the point where you've created some of these frequently asked questions videos that you want to do to where you put the link to that, Write in your email and boom, it's there and sent, and you've yeah. responded to them already.
0: Yeah. So it, and I could see it. I mean, it's like, hey, you know, you, you just asked me about how you know to to use Skype, you know, for co-hosts. I, I, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So so we're dreaming, man. We're dreaming. So, <laughs> but you know, the thing is, though, is that's the thing. I want to be. But that's I wanna, where you move forward, I yeah. guess. And and that would help me get to that place where you know where I'm going to be able to keep you know to get through these emails much faster because I by the way and I'm not a huge fan of canned messages right but, but you know from what I understand from text expander is that I can respond and have it be a little personal you know I I, I actually do read the email and i already know the response is you know hey and then a couple keystrokes and it puts those couple paragraphs in and i can write another sentence or two and it's like and also related to this a couple strokes then this and and then a couple strokes then this it's like but so i am actually handcrafting it but yeah
1: you're just throwing in some stuff that you type over and over and over again for everybody you're just pre-populating that
0: exactly like for example i have i have i told you i've got 33 inboxes or 33 inbox i have 33 emails in my inbox all right and i am not kidding you when i say that seven of them are people who have said um oh, right here like for example greetings what is the hey Cliff? greetings what is the cost of your consulting service i have been wrestling with the possibility of launching a new show that will spe- be a spinoff uh, something I launched last year in my church and we met with, su- with su- surprising success. Uh, the show would target this. I've heard, okay, and then basically I've heard several rates quoted in previous episodes of Podcast Answer Man. Uh, and I noticed that you've, you know, you, I heard that you had increased your rates. I just want to know what your rates are these days and blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and by the way, that email came in six days ago. Six days ago. Yeah. And all you, he you wants did. to know is my rates. Mm-hmm all and he wants a, to know is my response it is but i haven't got to it because there's and and the the other 30 well actually there are 34 now uh, the, it's because you've got to take the time to
1: recraft
0: yes an email
1: that you've already sent to multiple other people in the past
0: i don't want to just respond and say my rates are 150 an hour with minimum of one hour please right. uh, click here to go to my schedule i don't want i don't want my response to be that I want it to be you know I want it to be a carefully worded and well thought out email and 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 as a result you know here it is six days later and I've not responded to him you know and the other tons of people that are waiting for similar responses (laughs) and and it'd
1: be easier to send it out if you already had two-thirds of it
0: ready to go that's exactly it so so okay couple questions here number one why stamp? Are you listening? If you are, can you give me the ability to do like 50 other uh, little right click here to add that little things? Because then it's then it's a browser extension, you know, and I I want to be able to do more than that. So it's like I got personal and I got business. I'll pay you money. Why stamp? If you give me the ability to do multiple of those. Uh, number two, anybody in the community listening, do you know of another browser plugin that allows you to do similar things, and and to to do this so that I can have this uh, functionality without having to go buy uh, an iMac for my my production machine here, and right. and then all this other stuff. Um, and then of course the other question is, um, although man, just sitting here thinking you got me my wheel spinning about going out and getting that iMac. <laughs> and stephanie would love it because then she would have the macbook but anyway stop
1: <laughs> stop thinking about that cliff. okay so anything so if you'd like to call in and guess when cliff will buy that imac <laughs> no with doubt specific date
0: <laughs> is this gonna put off my my ipad purchase uh, well i have a huge blessing man i i just got hired um for a consulting gig uh to drive down to uh nashville tennessee and uh, basically, for one day, it is one fourth of my goal for income for the month. So uh, I'm I'm pretty blessed. Not to mention the fact that as soon as I mentioned that I was going down there, word spread throughout Nashville, and other people are hiring me to to work for them nice. while, while I'm in Nashville. So this is going to be very. It's going to be sweet. So, so
1: it sounds like this is a problem we need to fix now before things
0: get busy. I know. So I I do need to I need to work this out. But the thing is, is what I'm saying is, is I think the I think the money would be there to go and get that iMac. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna uh, tell you what I'm gonna dive into text expander, and I will share with you what I find. Awesome. And in the meantime, we need to give answers as far as how do you get from 700 down to zero.
0: I'll tell you what, can we can we get to that next week? Because I have a question yeah, here. Yeah, we're going to ask you. I've got a question here from Wayne Henderson. Let's go ahead and see what his question is, and we'll see if we can answer it here real quickly. And if not, we're going to move into part two. And you know what? This could actually be in multiple parts, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if we can wrap it up in two parts. But let's see what uh, Wayne has to say.
2: Hey, Cliff. Hey, Eric. This is Wayne Henderson from MediaVoiceOvers.com calling in. For the social media serenity podcast, I heard by good authority on your last podcast that on the next one, going to be talking about inbox zero. Now, Cliff, I've heard you (laughs) your many accomplishments at reaching inbox zero. um, You know, every week or so, and I do admit that I'm kind of jealous of that. At the same time, I don't know if I'll ever be able to achieve it. got a few different email accounts that'll come in in the uh mac mail program or whatever it's called that's the mac equivalent of outlook and instead of deleting all these emails we just kind of read them and then leave them there to you know kind of just fade away into the distance and that way they'll be searchable when we need them and i know that you've talked in the past about you have an archiving system in place so that if you need to you could uh search for some of those older emails. So Eric, Cliff, I come to you for more of that knowledge because I think it's time for me to get down below, at least, inbox uh, right now,
0: 1,479. Oh, my gosh, yeah. that hurts. What? We'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, that hurts. But that you know, like, <laughs> Eric, I, I want to tell you right now, that's common. I never yeah, knew it. Yeah, true. There are so many people that that is so true for them. They never, I mean, their inbox is always it's always all the email. And I just don't know. It, for me, okay, this, Wayne, and, and and please understand everybody else in the world that does that, I am not making a judgment on you, okay? But let me tell you in my mind what that would be like for me. It would be like if I were to sit there and take every single every single thing that I ever needed to do, Anything I ever committed to, including appointments, including everything else, it would be like me just carrying a a little post-it note, um, you know, little, you know, three by three, three inch square and just writing a single little note of a to do item and and just throwing it on my desk and then taking, you know, it's like my wife needs me to pick up the kids after school, you know, at 4 p.m. today and just throwing that on my desk. And then all of a sudden I would take and and, uh, you know, I I'm meeting with Eric tomorrow for lunch and I just throw that on my desk. And then all of a sudden I just, it, that would be just like randomly throwing 1054 post-it notes with all different things I need to do on my desk.
1: Yeah. When for me, and it's I like, keep, I'm, I'm picturing my actual post mailbox out in front of my house where yes, yes. I go out there and the mailman, I, look, I see what's there and it's new and i open one or two of them but then put everything back in the box and then the next day this previous day stuff's still no, there but no, i get more no
0: wait 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 no it's even better it's even better than that it's i i it, to carry that on even further eric it's kind of like this you're you're standing at the post office and you're saying to yourself oh this is a bill oh i don't have to pay this for another 3 weeks i don't have time to deal oh. with it now let me put that back in the, e- in, the in the mailbox <laughs> yeah I mean, that's what that is. Yep, exactly. So, so we don't really do that with the mailbox, do we? No. And, and if you think that is, thank and, you for bringing that. That is a and great And the only reason we don't
1: do it with, the only reason we don't do it with email is because it's not something sitting in our hands tangible that would clutter our, like visibly clutter our lives
0: up. And see, I think that that's what helps but me. But this is, is
1: digital clutter.
0: What, see, that's what helps me is I actually do visualize these things as tangible objects. In my yeah. mind, they are tangible objects. So, so next week, how do you get there from 700 emails? Next week, why, or 1400, or 1400. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. So, and the the other one, why use Gmail? You know, or Google. I'm going to put Google Mail because that covers both Gmail and Google Apps. Why use Google Mail? And uh, and then how to and how to mimic some of the things we do with folders. So and, and then folder. So th- this is what we're going to talk about next week. All right. Very cool. All right. Hey, we have lots more to cover on this. If you have questions, thoughts, concerns about our health, <laughs> uh, give us <laughs> sanity, a, our sanity. Give us a call. Eight, five, nine, seven, nine, five, four, zero, six, seven. Again, eight, five, nine, seven, nine, five, four, zero, six, seven. There's still so much to talk about within box zero. Um and uh would love to hear your questions and, and thoughts on this. Again, 859-795-4067. Also uh and by the way Wayne, we're going to tell you next week all about using some folders if you're not willing to make the switch. Uh also Eric, n- remind me next week. I want to talk about your multiple inboxes. I, I I'm interested in that conversation too. You okay. Multiple inboxes. I'm writing it down in my notes. Yeah.
1: And and as a teaser, Ultimately, you have to view what I'm, which kind of ties it into this show more is viewing not just your inbox of your email as your only inbox, but these other social networks having their own inboxes as well. Right. What's the process there? So
0: there you go. So we will talk about that next week. Hey, I want to let you guys know also that I have a brand new podcast that uh, I'm about 99% sure that I'm going to launch. Uh, In fact, I am making the pitch to a sponsor tomorrow, and I have a feeling, about a 99% certainty, that I'm going to be able to sell this thing. Uh, It is going to be a VA podcast, um, a podcast devoted to learning and answering your question, learning all about a virtual assistant, hiring a virtual assistant, um, using VAs. Uh, answering all your questions, and here's what I would love to do tomorrow. I'm making the phone call to the person that I hope to pay for this podcast as a sponsor, and uh, it's going to be a twelve. It's going to be a twelve episode series, so it's 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 it's, it's kind of like Lost. It's going to have an ending in end date. You know, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna have an end date in 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 uh in the on the horizon. So it'll be. 12 episodes but what i need to ask you as a favor is will you call my listener line and ask me questions that you might have about having a virtual assistant um anything you want to know about virtual assistants please give me a call 859-795-4067 just say your name where you're calling from and just mention that you have a question for the va podcast that i'm producing. And uh, I've already got four of those in, I was hoping to get a little bit more, but man, the four questions that I do have already that came in, I'll be playing those over the phone for the person that I'm going to seek sponsorship from. And I'm almost positive that they will convince this person that there's an interest and that people will be, uh, and, and that people are desperately wanting informations about virtual assistants. All right. And then Eric, uh, one thing, you're coming to the lost finale party, correct? I believe I was the first one signed up. I do believe you were. (laughs) And so uh, I know that not everybody listening to this podcast watches Lost. But if you happen to watch Lost and are not aware that uh, Stephanie and I, my wife and I, actually have a podcast here at Gspn.tv devoted to the TV show Lost, Uh, we have 240 episodes at lostpodcast.com. And uh, I just want to go ahead and uh, Eric, we're going to close out with a promo here for that party And, uh, want to invite people to come, but until next time and next week, everybody join the community. Anything else, Eric, before we go, I think my stomach feels like inbox zero and not in a good way.
1: So I'm going to go.
2: All right. We'll talk to you (laughs) you next week, folks. Followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Make your reservations. We're going on vacation, baby. 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost series finale party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door! Don't miss the GSPN Lost finale party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. Sign up today at GSPN.tv slash lostparty.